0: Welcome to Seattle Colleges International Programs and our show, Conversations With, where we talk to people that help you understand how you too can be an international student in the United States and why Seattle Colleges should be your first choice. We'll talk to students and staff and agents and government folks, all kinds of people about what you can expect when you're getting ready to apply or travel here what you'll experience while you're with us, and how it can all lead to an amazing life. Don't forget to check out the Seattle Colleges International Programs website at intl.seattlecolleges.edu, where you can find a treasure trove of information about the school, the programs here, and best of all, fill out and submit your application. Again, that's intl. Hey everybody, it's Evan Fernolovich with Seattle Colleges Conversations With, and I'm really excited because today I'm in Lagos, Nigeria. I'm here on an educational tour with a number of other institutions, and I would want, I've invited one of those institutions to join us today. It's one of our transfer admission guarantee partners, and they're one of the great schools in the Pacific Northwest where Seattle is located, but they're on the opposite side of the state. So I'm going to introduce Brandon Custer. Yes?
1: Why don't you introduce yourself? Tell us what you do at Washington State. First of all, thank you for having me on here. It's always great to uh, talk to others in the profession about helping international students from all around the world have a great educational experience, and I think Washington State University is an excellent environment for them, and I hope that as they move from Seattle to wherever it is <laughs> that they are going to continue their career, that they'll, they'll find the school that's best suited for them. Yeah, my name is Brandon Custer. I'm the Admissions and Recruitment Manager for Washington State for South America, Africa, Europe, Middle East, and South Asia. So uh, I've been, a, been around the block, and I look forward to uh, discussing more. That's a lot of territory. It is, yeah. There's a lot of places, and I enjoy the travel. Um, and, uh, I used to have Asia as well, but it's, it's nice to have a little bit of a focus there. (laughs) How many days a
0: year do you figure you're out traveling?
1: Um, I travel approximately a month and a half each semester, you know, so three months a year or so. Cool. Uh,
0: now you guys are on a semester system or are you on a quarter system?
1: No, we're on a semester system. So we have a spring semester. Uh, that begins in January. Uh-huh. And then we have the fall semester begins in August. We do have a summer program, uh, but that's more for students who are taking classes after they've already been enrolled. And right. uh, they don't have the full access to all the curriculum there, but all the catalog of classes. But it helps them graduate faster if they want to do that or retake right. a class.
0: Um, I went to the University of Arizona for my undergraduate. And it was on a semester system. So the summer was a little more compressed. And they had two sessions. They had an early summer and a late summer. Do you guys do the same thing?
1: We just have one session, but it is compressed. Okay. And so that's one of the reasons we don't like to have students start their very first semester here when they're freshmen. Because you don't want your first experience to be these compressed courses. <laughs> right, but, exactly. But for transfers, it shouldn't be too much of an issue because they're, they're already seasoned they're students. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Most
1: students that start at a four-year university like Washington State or whatever, they will usually start in the fall though, right? That's right. And that's the best time because we have the largest intake of students to meet uh, other, you know, and transferring students that are coming in from other colleges around the state and around the country. You can make friends that way. There are a lot more, you know, times to sign up for clubs, but you can do that in January as well. We do have a good intake. You know, when I
0: was in Brazil, some of those students are graduating like in December. Mm-hmm. So they're looking to start in the winter and that you will accept those. That's guys.
1: not a problem. We have a full orientation for international students coming in for the January uh, semester. Nice. Um, yeah, there are different you know, educational systems around the world and they come in whenever it's you know best for them. That's right, OK. Right,
0: right. Well, how did you get into this field? I mean, how did you get into recruiting, going out to countries, talking to students, inviting
1: them? Well, uh, my background is fairly international. I was born in Brazil. I what? moved to the U.S. when I was two. Yeah. So I'm a dual citizen. Nice. Uh, in my family, it's always been very international focus. And when I graduated university, I went and I taught at an international school in Rwanda in Central Africa there, in Kigali. Had a great experience. And then I moved to China, and I lived in China for a decade. And I taught at a university there. Which one? Uh, Zhang Han University in Wuhan. Uh, yeah. Very interesting. So near the time, end of my time in China, I um, had started talks with Washington State University, and they said they needed, you know, someone there to talk more about the university, and I and I said, that'd be great, and so I traveled around that area, and yeah. I moved back to the U.S., and now I, I represent some other regions oh. that we mentioned before, yeah. Cool. Tu falas português? Uh, no falo português. Ah. <laughs> ah, <yeah, yeah. laughs> two years old is a little too early, ah, so, uh, but yeah, we all spoke English. Huh? Was your father like a
0: diplomat or something?
1: My father was actually a missionary, yeah, yeah okay. so he moved over there for 10 years, and I was born in there with two of my siblings, and... Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, I like. I like yeah, you must travel to Brazil from time to time, right? You know what? I went to Brazil uh, just last month for the first time uh-huh. in thirty-two years. Oh my so gosh. So no, <laughs> not too often. But man, I love it. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, we're going to be going back there every year. I know. Oh so, great! Yeah. What Would you go down
0: for? Was it like ISAF or?
1: Was no, it... just uh, with Education USA that fares there. We visited Brasilia, Sao Paulo, Rio de Janeiro. Yeah. Nice. Hopefully, more places in the future.
0: So, if you guys are out there in Brazil. Keep an eye open for Washington State University. Keep an eye out for Seattle Colleges because both of us travel down there. So that'd be great. Absolutely. Um, so I said earlier that you guys are on the opposite side of the state. For those of you who aren't too familiar with um, geography of the Pacific Northwest, state of Washington, Seattle is on the west side. Pullman is on the east side. Tell us about the area and how it differs from Seattle.
1: Okay. Well, I'm going to take a little bit of an issue with what you just said. Ah, okay, go ahead. Because we have six campuses.
0: Oh, you do. That's, uh, yes, true. We do? That's true. That's
1: right. So our one campus is the online global campus. So oh, right. we'll put that to side now. Nice. We do have one in Everett, Washington. It's oh. a smaller campus. That's there near Seattle. Good to know. Uh, we have one in Vancouver, yes. uh, which is the southwest. We're still on the coast, Portland, Oregon, spilling into Washington. Mm-hmm. We have one in Tri-Cities, which is more central Washington, in Spokane, kind of northeast there. That's our health sciences campus. Right. But you're right. We're famous for our Pullman campus. That's our flagship campus. Sure. You know, two thirds of our students are located at that campus. Uh, it's a small town, and uh, the students probably outnumber the population there. I haven't seen the census lately. Mm-hmm. Um, but we have over twenty thousand students on our Pullman campus, mm-hmm. uh, from undergraduate to graduate. Most of our catalogs available there. But it's fun. I mean, it's exciting. Um, the domestic students, most of them are not from Pullman, you know, and so on the weekends, the evening, they're not going home. Uh, so you have a better spirit. You have roommates there that you can meet, and uh, the sports are great. People fly across That's the true. country to see the football games, basketball games, volleyball, whatever it is. It's, right. it's a really great campus. You
0: yeah, have never actually been on the campus. Is it kind of spread out like a real traditional campus with lawns and walkways and that kind of thing, or is it more...
1: Exactly, exactly yeah it's a traditional campus you have the beautiful brick buildings and you have multiple cafeterias and markets and uh, yeah. the classrooms and the you know the museums the exhibits and the sports facilities all integrated together and very walkable campus and then as it's a small town even if you end up getting an apartment off a of campus there are bus systems that you can take for free with your yeah. WSU card but most students they can bike or walk to the class no problem a lot of my co-workers in our department they just walk 15 20 minutes in the morning across town basically All so right. yeah Pullman's fairly flat uh, somewhat flat more flat than the rest of the area around it okay. it's in the middle of the Pelosi so it's very hilly around it but Pullman itself it's we've got we've got some hills okay yeah.
0: huh. like I said I've, not, I've been to Spokane many times yeah. but so if you're an international student and you want to go to Washington State, Because there's such a great transfer process between Seattle Colleges and Washington State, they can choose any of those campuses you just mentioned?
1: Uh, That's right. That's right. Not every major is located at every campus. Ah, good to know. Uh, And so the majority of them are in Pullman, but in our uh, Spokane campus, for example, that's our health sciences. So if you're going to be majoring in nursing or you're going to be majoring in... Uh, dietetics or you know our pharmacy program and medical program those those are all located up there Um, and then you can take a look at the other campuses see what they offer but Pullman is where most students go
0: so here uh, we're in West Africa of course we're visiting with students in Ghana and Nigeria and Cote d'Ivoire and we've had a lot of students come up to both our tables I'm guessing and ask about medicine they want to be doctors someday Um, Let's talk about a pathway that students can get from Seattle starting at Seattle College their freshman year, getting to Washington State to finish up their pre-med, or maybe it's biology or biochemistry or something, and then going to be go on to become a doctor. Can you talk about that pathway?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So we created this pathway. It's a partnership with a medical school called Ross Medical School to give international students an educational pathway to learn medicine, get a doctorate degree in medicine, and also get experience in the US medical system. Um, Because if you look around medical uh, schools all around the US, a lot of them are very competitive and many of them don't admit international students. And so we wanna give students that ability. So if you go to Seattle colleges and you transfer over to Washington State University, you can finish up a degree. We have a pre-med department. They'll have an advisor for you. Make sure you take all the required courses. A lot of our students will major in something like neuroscience. Uh, They may major in something like biology. Next fall, we're launching a new program called Biological Medical Sciences Hmm. in our Spokane campuses. That's entirely for students wanting to go to medical school, pharmacy school, dentistry school, um, and then move on to graduate work after that. And then after students have graduated from Washington State University, they will then move on to Ross Medical School. Uh, going to Washington State University gives you some advantages. You don't need to pay a application fee for that. You are guaranteed an wow. interview, uh, and uh, you can actually defer the MCAT results, which is the test you take to get into medical school. Wow! Uh, which is great. It's a and they accept. They're very welcoming of international students. Uh, and in that program, you will study for a year and a half at the main campus of Ross Medical School, which is in Bermuda, a beautiful island area. Make know, sure <laughs> make sure you study. Yeah, exactly. i
0: would be in the water all
1: the time. Yeah. Have you been in Bermuda? No, but I've been down in that area, yeah, yeah. so
0: I can only imagine it's yeah. pretty nice.
1: Yeah, it's medical school, so you just, you know, spend a lot of your time with your nose in your book, but right. after that year and a half of classroom instruction, you'll continue your education with Ross Medical School with their clinical studies, and those are going to be in back in the US continental at their partner hospitals in the US, which is a great program. That means within seven years, you've gone through Seattle Colleges, Washington State, and Ross Medical School. You have a full bachelor's degree from a doctorate, D1 Doctorate uh, university, Research University in Washington State. And then you have your MD from Ross Medical School. So. That's a fantastic program for you. And if you want to practice back in the US or anywhere else, you know, just need to get that licensure test that every country has.
0: That's a really that's really great for me to know because yeah, like I said, I had so many students and I didn't know what to tell them. I'm like most of them don't take it, uh international students. I felt
1: really bad, but this is really a good thing to know. Absolutely. I mean international students are often, you know, some of the hardest working students. Right. And to not give them a path to be able to Either you know work in the states or go back home and help people in their medical systems. It's it's something that we didn't we felt like we needed to create a pathway for.
0: Wow, that's really cool. So, um, in order to get accepted, do you have to have a certain GPA
1: to get into Ross Medical yeah. School? Yeah. So they're going to look at you holistically. They're okay. going to be looking at your your grade point average, especially in science. Um, they're going to consider the MCAT uh, and based on the interview as well. They'll decide. Uh, but uh, yeah, they are very welcoming and. You know, a student who's going through this pathway, they're obviously a student that's really thought through the, their future. They're going to be strategic thinkers. I think that they'll, they'll have a real good chance of that.
0: So the MCAT, I know about the test, but I don't know about when a student should take that test. Is it their junior year? Is it after their senior year? Or? When do they normally take that test?
1: Um, most students will take it at the end of their junior year, the beginning of their senior year. Okay. Um, but with the Ross Medical School, uh, you are allowed to defer that a bit. And so they will give you a preliminary acceptance. Um, I'm not exactly sure when that exact cutoff is. Sure. Um, but we, when you come on campus, there will be actually meetings and things that you can meet with the advisors for right. the Ross Medical School program. Yeah. Right,
0: and I should mention to our students out there that are listening, that are interested in this kind of thing, we have advisors at Seattle Colleges, they have advisors at Washington State, anywhere along that pathway, we can help you make connections with the people that know the answers to these very specific or specialized questions, because we want to make sure that you don't waste time and money, and that you get to uh, realize your dreams, knock out your goals in the most efficient way possible, so... Yeah. So, let's talk just a little bit about transfer admission guarantees. This is kind of the focus of this podcast because you're one of our partners. We have set up partnerships with a number of universities, and they're all on our website. It helps uh, students that are interested. uh, They can get conditional acceptance upon admission to Seattle colleges. So, when you apply to Seattle colleges, you get to put down, uh, you know, one or two universities that you might be interested in transferring to, and then they can offer you what's called conditional acceptance so that uh, you actually get a letter of acceptance from our institution and from Washington State. And as long as they keep a certain grade point average at our institution, they are guaranteed to be able to take all their credits and get into your school. Isn't that how it works?
1: That's right. Yeah. If they have... Completed those two years at Seattle Colleges, they have a 2.5 GPA is the minimum, Uh, and all the paperwork uh, has been submitted, then they're guaranteed admission to Washington State.
0: And I'm guessing, I mean, we offer about 130 different programs. I was looking at your thing, and I think Mm -hmm. you offer a lot more than that. So just about anything we have to offer, I'm guessing, is going to be available at your school and then some.
1: Yeah, I haven't mapped out exactly what you have yeah, versus I what we either. have, but yeah, we have currently 98 undergraduate majors, sure. a lot more certificate programs and minors, and then a lot of masters yeah. and doctors. So absolutely, uh, I tell most students probably whatever you want to study, we have it, and there's other you know similar majors as well. Yeah. Right. Well, let's go through the so at Seattle Colleges, the top five programs with international students include business. so I'm mm-hmm. guessing you. Guys That's right. Business, engineering. Absolutely.
0: For sure. Uh, health sciences, which we just talked about mm-hmm. extensively, um, people are interested in
1: computer science. Absolutely, yes. Fantastic, and then hospitality. Hospitality, yes. And many students will actually apply to uh, psychology. Oh, It's yeah. very popular for us as well. Um, but we have ninety-eight different majors, and they're all they're all you know funded and, and have you know doctoral. Uh, research going on, so you have a great community. When you have those professors at different levels, you have career days and a great you know alumni network. But yeah, hospitality is one of our strong ones for sure. Right.
0: Cool. Yeah. yeah. So um, you guys have a mascot that's a little different from ours. Mm-hmm. What's the name of your mascot?
1: Butch. Yeah, <laughs> Butch. It sounds like a, a you know an animal that's not a cougar, but that's exactly what we are—a cougar, a cougar. Yeah. which uh, is a puma, mountain lion, whatever you want to call it. Yeah.
0: That's what Butch is, yeah. So a lot of international (laughs) students may be scratching their heads right now. It's like, what? What are they talking about? But most schools in the United States have teams, like sports teams, and they give them a mascot. They give an animal or some crazy thing that is associated with the team and... Washington State is the the Cougars, the Mighty Cougars.
1: Yeah, if you look at our uh, logo, it, you'll see a WSU in a very interesting shape. Yeah. If you know it's a cougar, you'll see it's a cougar head, and so I think it's one of the coolest logos. A lot of it's universities really cool will one. just have a letter or something, but sure. yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. really
0: great. Um, so, do you find that when international students come to your school, they start to get involved with like team sports, or do they just do
1: like club sports? Do they get in? I mean, do they just go to the games as fans? What do they do? Well, I mean, yeah, there are two types of uh, <laughs> athletes. Uh-huh. There are the athletes like me who, you know, I loved basketball. Sure. I cannot dunk. I cannot shoot the three pointer. <laughs> uh, so I play intramurals. Right? Oh, okay. I played intramurals in at Washington State in the Pullman campus. Sixty percent of our students play intramurals. Oh wow, that's
0: a big so, chunk.
1: Very big chunk. Very active campus. So if you like, you know, volleyball, basketball, whatever it might be. Uh, you know, you sign up. I won't play intramurals. You play up teams. Very competitive, right. but good way to make friends, be active. What um, about more obscure sports like do you have fencing uh, for intramurals. I don't know <laughs> <laughs> taekwondo. I was, I was pretty much. I liked. I played soccer for intramurals. And sure. I played basketball uh, pretty uh, simple. There are swim meets and there are, there are a lot of, yeah, uh, other sports that I I didn't play myself, but uh, being from Brazil, of course, you know, I I need to see that soccer.
0: Well, I have a Um, surprising number of students come up to me just in the last couple of days. And they're like, do you offer sports in Seattle colleges? Unfortunately, we don't have Mm -hmm. competitive sports teams that go Mm -hmm. and play other schools. Uh, you'd need to look at other community colleges to do that. But we do offer club sports or intramural Mm -hmm. types of sports that they can do. And then, um, the beautiful thing, in my opinion, is you can go to a community college, which doesn't have all the bells and whistles of, say, a big campus like Washington State. But then when you transfer, then you do get all that stuff. So you start with us and then you go and you get that big campus experience. That's right. Um, what do you guys have like a um, international ambassador program or like an international club that they can uh, that they get together and just do international kind of activities? Oh
1: yeah, I mean we have of course our uh, international ambassadors, which are students who work with my department, welcoming students from all over the world, and so yeah. we try to make that as diverse as possible so that they can be welcomed and they can. Uh, be oriented on, into the campus with students from their cultural background nice. uh, when possible. And then we have, I, I mean, it changes every year, 300 or so student clubs. Oh, a lot of those are cultural. Yeah. But then we'll have uh, activities on campus, you know, for Chinese New Year or something yeah, like that. Sure. There'll be, you know, the, the Chinese Student Association, they'll put on a you know, a festival for that. And then we'll have that for a lot of different cultures right and different events. And festivities. Do they get,
0: if they do the international stuff, do they... Like an international ambassador, do they get paid? Is that a student? Yeah, board? that's yeah, that's right. They get paid for that. <laughs> so, that is. so you can work on campus at Washington State, make a little money, be a, have a fun job.
1: That's right. Yeah. So you
0: said you have someone working in your department. You have a student worker.
1: So we have some, yeah. So they are in, They're called student ambassadors. Okay, yeah. So we right. have a number of those, and they work with our marketing team. They'll right. answer emails, calls, but also welcome students. And and then we have um, our – on the student center, there are other organizations that – you know organize the the activities on campus right
0: yeah. what about um orientation so like at Seattle colleges, whenever you start whatever quarter mm-hmm. they end up starting at, um, they always are required to do an orientation. Do you guys have a mandatory orientation
1: as well? Uh, we have a, an orientation that we strongly recommend everyone strongly goes recommend to, yeah. Uh, and so we would like you to be there. If there are extenuating circumstances, then we will, you know, accept that. But yeah, please be on campus for orientation. And, right. you know, for that, we will, if you're flying in from out of the country, we'll go pick you up at the airport. We have the Pullman Moscow International Airport. Oh, I didn't know uh, Absolutely. Play. And that's just, I mean, you can almost walk to that. that. That's so close to campus, but it's a short drive, but we'll pick you up. Wow, that's um, cool. Yeah, and then uh, there, you know, there's orientation to make sure you, you, know, you get to your, your housing, you, you get to your meal plan, get everything, your classes signed up and everything. And,
0: well, it's kind of interesting that you mentioned that. So at Seattle Colleges, we have three options for housing. We have student housing right across the street from our central building. We have homestays with uh, families that they can live with, get kind of a cultural experience. And then we have students that live off-campus. They get an apartment, maybe get together with some of their friends,
1: you know, save money on rent. What are your housing options? Okay, yeah, we have 27 different uh, housing options on campus for students. 20, did you say 27? That's right, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. And so uh, you can apply for any one of those. We uh-huh. have, of course, gender-specific and co-ed. Sure. Um, and then we have a lot of uh, apartments off campus that you can choose. For transfers, uh, we offer a lot of different uh, dormitories that are 19 and plus. So for students who want to, they're a little bit quieter. You don't want to yeah, be in yeah, the, yeah. you know, the first year students, they're often pretty rowdy. Pretty and they, they enjoy their time staying up to late <laughs> in, the, in the night. So if you want a quieter environment that you can study, you're going to be around more mature students. That's an option for you. And so we have a list of those and a lot of apartments for you as well off campus. Um, that you can uh, do, and then you can always find your own apartment off campus if you're a transfer student. You're older. Uh, you know, there are, of course, you know, sororities and fraternities houses. If you want to go that route, um, that's an option.
0: Do Do you find that international students understand what sororities and fraternities are?
1: Rarely. Yeah. That's
0: right. So if you're out there listening, actually, this yeah. is the first time in the 36 episodes I've done that. We, I've even mentioned fraternities or sororities. So can you mm-hmm. kind of give international students an idea of what that even means?
1: I can give you a general overview. Yeah, general I, is You are not to be an expert. So these are um, they're kind of like uh, clubs, social clubs in many ways, yeah. uh, where you'll have a brotherhood or a sisterhood where you'll join together. There'll be a process of joining, um, which comes under different names. And uh, mm-hmm. after you're in there, they'll often have a house. They'll host a lot of social events. Uh, and many of these sororities and fraternities are found in universities around the country. Right. Uh, and so that gives you a, a network in the future for socializing, but also for perhaps, you know, work opportunities. Work, yeah. And uh, so many choo- students choose to go that route. Um, not everyone does. Uh, right. and. Uh, if you happen to find a group of people, you know, that you you'd like to spend more time it's with like, and you like to network with, that's a, that's an opportunity for you. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. So the Greek they call it the Greek system. Yeah. And it it, it exists on a lot of really big mm-hmm. schools. I mean, most of the Pac-12 schools have the Greek system on it. So if you're out there, you're an international student and you want to kind of figure out what this Greek system is, you can kind of check it out and then maybe even join into yeah. that system. Absolutely. Yeah, why not? So if they come in as a junior, uh, will fraternities and sororities allow them? I don't even know. Will they allow
1: them to rush? They have their own rush rules. Uh, I'm not uh, sure. Most students will do it, and they can't do it as a freshman. Right. You're going to rush usually your second year. Oh, you can't. I didn't know that. Uh, most of them. Uh, huh? There are different fraternities and sororities. But, yeah, when you fr- first come in that first semester, you learn about it, and then you'll rush later. I didn't know uh, you'll, have to, you'll have to talk to them. I was, it. I, was it, I was <laughs> in one either.
0: I was not a frat boy, but, yeah. <laughs> we, we would do fun things yeah. like we were in a frat, but mm-hmm. we didn't ever go to a frat. Yeah. So. Ah, that's really interesting. Um, and then you mentioned just a second ago, which kind of uh, is different than Seattle College's, you mentioned a meal plan. We don't have that. Seattle College is, okay. you know, our three options. If you stay with a homestay family, obviously you're getting fed by mm-hmm. the family. But if you have your own apartment or you're living in the dorms across the street, you have a kitchen and then you just cook for yourselves or you end up going out. But that gets expensive. So tell us about a meal plan. What does that do for students?
1: Absolutely. Yeah, we have a couple of different cafeterias that students can go to. Um, the meal plan is at the beginning of the semester. Uh, You choose the number of meals that you want to have. Mm. Uh, And then uh, if you live on campus, uh, it's mandatory to have some sort of meal plan. You can do it small if you don't want too many meals in there. Mm -hmm. Uh, If you live in an apartment, you can still buy into the meal plan. Um, And yeah, I mean the food, it varies from day to day and there are a lot of different options. We also have... Of course, in markets and this, you know, our main student center with sure. restaurants from off campus. If you want to go to, you know, uh, what, what all is there? Uh, Panda Express is on there. And <laughs> Lots a of lot of, you know, there's burritos, burgers and sure. all, you know, all sorts of different options. Yeah.
0: Well, one of the cool things about living in Seattle is that we have like three national parks right mm-hmm. around the city. We have the Olympics. We have Mount Rainier. We have North Cascades. What kind of natural uh, features do you have near your campus
1: for those students that like to get out and mm-hmm. explore? Yeah, so Pullman's right there in the the Palouse. We have uh, rolling hills, if you look around there. Uh-huh. Uh, and it's absolutely gorgeous. Many of them are, uh, you know, they're farming sorghum or wheat or whatever it might be. And so there's a lot of opportunities and research going on with our agricultural majors. Those cool. are very strong. And a lot of people so asking you know, about agriculture. So if you're in food sciences, we have wine and beverage as a business. And so... Yeah. There's been a lot of you know, research in grape varieties and things, making new types of wine. Right. Um, so there's a lot of great opportunities in that immediate area. Then, of course, we have uh, uh, you know, some mountain ranges nearby, not too far away, if you want to sign up for skiing. I oh, think it was cool. a couple of years ago, a lot of the international students, they went out together went skiing and pictures. Is that, that in across the
0: border Idaho? Uh,
1: I'm not sure where they went skiing, oh, okay. but yeah, there, there's some skiing uh, over there. You go past uh, Moscow is nearby where the University of Idaho is just five miles away. Oh. Um, yeah, so the bigger student population there as For well. Sure. A lot more, uh, you know, shopping restaurants and things if you want to go out one evening or on the weekend or something. And then, you know, Spokane only an hour away as well
0: wow i see yeah. i didn't realize university of idaho was so close
1: yeah right there that's crazy. Just right there mm-hmm. do you guys go and have brawls and... uh i have never been a part of a brawl <laughs> if there has been i would suggest you don't take part in that but no, no. Uh, yeah absolutely i mean so you know there's being that close and being sure. big state schools you're going to have a lot of you know socializing you know, between sure, those different, yeah. different which schools. is actually really fun so, yeah, yeah absolutely yeah
0: wow that's really great um you know we're getting near the end of our time so uh I want to give you the option to, um, talk about maybe some of your advice. You know, I talk to students every day. I give them my advice about how they can prepare or, you know, maybe how they can make their choice. Um, obviously we love them to come to Seattle colleges and then we like to pass them off to an institution like yours. What, what advice would you give, uh, students that are thinking about coming to the United States or, uh, you know, maybe considering Washington state or considering the two plus two option? What would you say?
1: Uh, I would say if you're already considering this 2 plus 2 as an option, you're already and obviously a strategic thinker and you're thinking ahead. Um, Going to the U.S. and studying is a big investment. It's an exciting investment. Mm -hmm. And so know what your goals are Uh and then work towards them. Uh, And so coming to Washington State University, we have a ton of different majors. You can double major if you want to. You can change majors. Uh, But hopefully you, you know where you're going to go. Uh, And you need to connect with your professors. They're one of the best resources you have. So when you come onto campus, don't just sit in the back of the classroom. Our professors are very much into research, especially if you're looking for something in science. But even we're number one in the world for entrepreneur research. Oh, wow. Uh, And so don't think that that's just a science kind of tech field. Mm -hmm. Um, But that cougar Alumni network is amazing. If you go through a, I mean, I'll be going through a airport in in Frankfurt. If I'm wearing what? Washington State University swag, you know, a hat or a shirt or something, I'll just hear somebody yell out, "Go Cougs!" What? You know? And that's not something you get at all, other great, cool. you know, universities. Just uh-huh. that that spirit. Um. So. Uh, Make those relationships with your professors. Make the relationships with your classmates because that is a a great network for the future. Internationally. And we're right here in Lagos, Nigeria. We have decades and decades of history of Nigerian students coming, and that's true all over the world as well. That's right, yeah. Yeah,
0: Yeah, uh, this is a really great... uh, Nigeria sends the most international students Mm -hmm. to the states from this part of the world, so we host a number of them. You guys host a number of them. We love to diversify our campuses Mm -hmm. and our populations. And we invite all of you, no matter where you are, you could be in Vietnam listening to this show or Bolivia, it doesn't matter. We want to invite you to come and be a part of our, being part of our schools. Absolutely. That's really great. And one thing i when we were talking about the medical path, Mm -hmm. um, we were talking about human beings, but you know, veterinary science is a big deal. Do you guys have a veterinary science? Oh yeah.
1: We have a college of veterinary science. And within that, there are lots of majors, neuroscience and, you know, bio sciences, biosciences, et cetera, but we have the doctorate of veterinary medicine. Cool. So yeah, we, we bring tons of international students. We're accredited for Canada as well. If you oh, happen to have wow, any Canadian students, uh, and, uh, we have a pharmacy school as well. So if you want to farm D, um, in fact, you don't even need a full four year bachelor's degree. So one option would be that you go to Seattle college after a couple of years, you come over to Washington state. Enroll in uh, our pre pharmacy program. Take you two, maybe three semesters, depending on what courses you've taken beforehand. Fill those prereqs, and then you move straight into that PharmD program. Wow, that's great! Yeah, yeah absolutely. Is it. Pretty competitive? Is it uh,
0: super high GPA as a bar? I mean, how do you...
1: Uh, I mean, it's competitive, Mm -hmm. uh, but, uh, you know, it's very welcoming of international students. And so if you right now say, that's what I'm going to go do, you know, study hard while you're in school and you'll have a real good chance to get that. And that's, I mean, that's a great career. That was something I thought about studying. It's a great career. It's a great career. The starting salaries, the ability to help people. And as that degree, that, you know, that career is changing direction they're now you know giving vaccines out there's gonna be a lot more um you know specialized medicine based on your biology and your right. chemical background and so there, that pharmacy school is geared a lot towards you know being able to go into research for that and mixing mm-hmm. medicines yeah yeah we have
0: uh in seattle i don't know about out in your neck of the woods but there's always so many pharmacy jobs available too i mean it's in demand They just can't Mm -hmm. find enough people to do that job. So consider it. But um, the reason I asked about veterinary science, occasionally I'll have someone Mm -hmm. come by and say they want to be in vet.
1: Yeah. And, um,
0: you know, I know that uh, there's another school in Oregon that has a really great vet program. Mm -hmm. I imagined Washington State would, since you guys are very similar
1: institutions. Absolutely. In fact, we pull students from all, you know, the whole Northwest of the U.S. and then internationally. You're going to work with livestock. You're going to work with domestic animals. You're going to be, you know, talking about, you know, the the pharmacy and the, the medicine for you know that particular program. Mm-hmm. Excellent. We have, I think, eighty eight eighty nine percent of students pass the NAPLEX NAPLEX on their first try, which is an excellent. You know, that's the it's test. That's awesome. yeah. that's the test for you know veterinary medicine at the end. So right.
0: Yeah very cool we, we could talk for all night i'm sure so many programs to discuss so many different types mm-hmm. of things but the main thrust of our time together and thank you so much for your time was just to talk about the transfer process community colleges are a two plus two kind of an organization whether you apply to our university transfer or our high school completion plus you can do your two years with us then go right over to washington state Remember, when you apply to Seattle colleges, you can write down Washington State University as one of your choices for conditional admission. You'll get a letter from them. You can use those two letters when you're in your visa interview. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, hopefully you'll get your visa and come see us and spend the next four to six, seven, eight years hanging around the northwest which in my opinion mm-hmm. is
1: some of the best country in the US. So. Absolutely. And just to dispel a rumor, yeah. there <laughs> okay. are there's no cap to international students. Oh, yeah. yeah I've thanks. heard that about there that's not that's not something that happens. We are extremely welcome any student who comes through who is qualified ah. will be accepted. That's guaranteed and there's not like we are we have uh, students 27% in our graduate are are international students And it's, it's I think seven or so it, at our undergraduate but there's absolutely no cap we're welcoming everybody from any region
0: so you don't take a stack of a hundred uh transfer applicants and go well we'll take these 20 and the rest can't come
1: no if, if they've been accepted your program that guarantee is a real guarantee they're going to be coming over to washington state as long as they have you know passed their class got right. that associate's degree with that gpa right no problem
0: fantastic i, I didn't ask I mean, I, well I, we could keep asking questions but Every student comes and they always ask about tuition. They always mm-hmm. ask about scholarships. Mm-hmm. Can you just briefly, since we're already running over time, talk about tuition and talk about scholarships or
1: Sure, money. absolutely. So our tuition per year right now is $29,000. Okay. We do offer an academic award for transfer students. Nice. Uh, and that is an uh, award based on your GPA coming from Seattle Colleges right. or wherever it is that you're transferring from. That is an automatic discount for 4000 a year. Uh, And then, of course, you'll be paying for housing and living and uh, uh, health insurance, all of that provided by the university. Mm. So you can expect on your I-20 about uh, $54,000 a year at our Pullman campus. Gotcha. Mm -hmm.
0: There you go. And, uh, yeah, you talked about transfer scholarships. If they apply, you said uh, we talked earlier before we started recording. If they apply earlier, they're qualified. Yeah.
1: Yeah, So we have our general scholarship awards. Okay. Uh, And so those are going to be awarded six, seven months before the uh, semester begins. So if you want to come fall 2024 uh, or a fall of any semester, that's usually going to be – they're going to start giving away those scholarships in January. Oh. Um, And those scholarships, some of them are communal. They're societal-based. Some are academic. Right, uh, and each has their you know own requirements. Some are very large, some are very small. They're competitive, mm-hmm. uh, but a lot you know if you're a strong student, a lot of students come in and they they can you know add on to that scholarship, help them pay their way. Right, uh, and it's you know hopefully just two years, right?
0: Yeah. So when you come to Seattle Colleges, we're going to give you an advisor, but we'll also give you transfer counselors, transfer advisors. So they work together with these other institutions to understand the process so that you maximize the, uh, or I mean, facilitate the process of getting from one school to the other. And mm-hmm. I always encourage students, I don't know how you feel, but I always encourage students to start that process as soon as they can mm-hmm. so they can have a really solid educational plan in front of them. So they don't miss things like deadlines because you yeah. want to take advantage of the money opportunities that exist yeah. as much as possible.
1: Yeah. So check out, uh, our Instagram, yeah. WSU International. We have Insta Lives held by our transfer. Uh, cool. Yeah, our DSO, who's based there in our Everett campus in Seattle. So, nice. yeah, if you have any questions, you can go meet her in person and be glad to help you in every step of the way. Right,
0: right, right. Okay guys, thanks so much. It's been yeah, great talking to you. It's been great. I learned so much myself. Yeah. I love doing this show just because I always get to learn. So great. Alright guys, take care. Hope to see you at our campuses here in the Pacific Northwest. And take care. Alright, bye-bye. Conversations With is painstakingly crafted for you by the Seattle Colleges International Programs Department and supported by the lovely folks here on our campus. This show is produced and edited by me, Evan Fernalovich. We welcome your emails and questions about coming to Seattle Colleges. Please reach out to us via our website or just give us a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts as this helps others discover the show. Also, don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, or YouTube at Seattle Colleges I-N-T-L. That's Seattle Colleges I-N-T-L. And be sure to check out all of the shows here on Conversations With. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week.